Victor Homoswano with the Africa Business Report this evening. On the line to us from Joburg, free internet in Kenya, Victor. You've told us it's coming and they're, they're really making it work. Hey, let, let's try and learn from the Kenyans. I mean, Bruce, this is a small town, I must say. Nakuru, they call it. You've heard of Nakumat, which is a, which is a retail giant in the making in East Africa. It's Nakum, Nakuru Matras. That's a small town in, in Kenya. What the government is doing is trying to provide free Wi-Fi there. Now, what it means is you bring a cost of Internet down. Entrepreneurs are able to trade without the extra cost, but they can be just as globally competitive. The difference that it's going to make is just going to be. But as I'm saying, I'm just knocked out by a small town like Nakuru taking that initiative. I know Kigali in Rwanda is trying the same thing. So there are already a couple of towns in East Africa that are saying, if we have Seacom and we have the cost of internet coming down as much as it has done, let's take advantage of that. And I'm glad they are heading in the right direction there. Uh, and again, let's go to Rwanda, where I hope their version of SIPs is working better than ours. They seem very technologically enabled. Are they uh, getting their technology up to a point where they can outperform our SIPs? Well, they can't outperform, uh, you know, because remember, Rwanda is a smaller economy. So whatever they do, they are going to do on a smaller scale. But if you consider what technology means, Bruce, it puts you on another level. It allows you to almost be globally competitive. And the reason Rwanda, by the way, took so much interest in IT is because they were saying, we have coffee farmers here. Coffee, the coffee industry was a bit exploitative at one stage where coffee farmers were forced to sell their produce at giveaway prices. Now, by giving them access to the Internet, they said, give them access to the Internet so they can check their price they are supposed to be receiving or taking against what the market is offering at that time, in real time. And that way you empower them. So they might not be literate in many other ways, but at least the information that matters to their business, they have access to. So in that regard, they are just as competitive as anywhere else. They just might not have the scale of the larger, econ- of the larger economies, but they are still taking advantage. Kenya is a different story altogether. Three times the size of, K- of Rwanda in, in, in mm. population and the economy is much, much bigger the powerhouse of East Africa. So when you see certain towns in Kenya doing what they're doing, you better watch out. I mean, they're not looking back. Uh, and they give me a sense of what the connection is between Ethiopian Airlines and Malawi Airlines. The Ethiopian Airlines, Bruce, own a share, I think 49% of Malawi Airlines, because it's not, a, it's not a big airline. What they have done now since with that ownership, they said, well, there's an active traffic between Malawi and Johannesburg. And we know about flying to a whole lot of African destinations because Ethiopian Airlines is not a small player. You know, they brought the first 787 Dreamliner, the Boeing, into Africa. So they are a big player. What they did, they have provided 737, two Boeings to Malawi Airlines so that it can maintain the Johannesburg, Blantyre Johannesburg route. So there will be daily flights, which means Ethiopian Airlines will have 49% share in that kind of action. So it's just one of those indications that African airlines except South African Airways are beginning to take charge and, and take the market on the African continent much more seriously than they could have done maybe 10 years ago. Victor Khomaswana, the Africa business correspondent on the line to us from a noisy Johannesburg this evening.